video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your hosts to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 185 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. Yeah. I'm Mike. I'm here with my Hollywood homeboy fancy pants over here, Mr. Grizz. That's Hollywood Florida, y'all. <laughs> oh, boy. And we're back with our first movie of the Texas Splatter Trilogy. And maybe an extra bonus one after that, but... Mr. Grizz, how's it feel, buddy? Oh, goddamn. I can't even continue on with that. I'm amazed that you were able to keep that accent the whole way through. That was good. Keep this accent? What are you talking no, about? I was born that. with this accent. That's just you now from this one extreme to the other. That's like the best yeah, man. change is going from a Long Island accent to a Southern accent. <laughs> hey, man, I moved way south now. Now, you know, I'm just one of them one of them regulars out here, you know, in, country been, folk. Been in Pennsylvania for for a couple months and it's already gone to your head. Hey man, am I? I can, no, I don't think I'm in Pennsylvania. Am I? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't fucking know, man. Now I sound like Boomhauer. Yeah, okay. Oh wait, but that's still Texas. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make you PayPal me. Oh man, oh, my, dude, all right, there was, it is. I broke. The PayPal was where you broke. It was <laughs> all day. I'm talking to people that that speak like that, and I'm just like, wow, man. Like I'm oh gonna fucking God. do this on accident one day. Like no offense to our to our uh, southern friends, southern listeners, oh, uh, dude, porno see? corno aficionados out there. But I'm still dying over you saying PayPal. PayPal, PayPal, y'all. PayPal, y'all. You can PayPal me, y'all. Uh, My OnlyFans, <laughs> PayPal me, y'all. Come check me out on OnlyFans, y'all. You can check us out on Bad Days so Video. Oh my God, I'm dying. Oh Jesus Christ! But yeah. We are back. We're doing um, what we, I guess, uh, call the Texas Splatter Trilogy. We didn't make that up. It is actually on a foreign release of. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Of the uh, three movies. No. (laughs) Fuck no, dude. Um, Dude, we're doing a VHS podcast. I mean, come on. Um, I mean, we are the biggest VHS, the biggest and baddest. (laughs) Yeah, most hated VHS (laughs) podcast in the world. (laughs) How many, dude? How many people do you think want to fight us? Oh God! Can we count them on on our hands? No, I got twelve fingers too, and I can't do that (laughs) shit, bro. That's the problem. I don't think I have enough hands or toes. Hey, man, I'm a fucking. I'm a heat magnet, dude. I can't help it. Hey. It's okay. People just look at me and hate me, though. I don't know. We're natural. My mom heels, says I have you know? a punchable face, so I don't know. That's the bucket hat. That's why. People that's like why this I had to hit the. Well, dude, that's why I had to hit the weights, man. You gotta, you gotta look big. You gotta but you know what they yourself. say. You know what they say. Big tree fall hard. So. Right. <laughs> oh my God. So Grizz, this week we watched Blood Suckers from Outer Space. We were supposed to have a guest. But that motherfucker canceled on us. <laughs> you know that bastard. 
And, and and we went ahead last week and we lied and we called him Long Dong Captain Long Dong and that's not even true. Like we're giving this no. motherfucker like yeah. beefed up credentials and he can't even come through, which is fine. No. You know, I can't. Not everybody is as dedicated to to cinema as the he Bad Taste for, Video Podcast. He, he will pay for this. Oh yeah, we will we will bring him back and he will pay the torture. We're, we're not gonna say we're not gonna say who it was yet because you know. We don't want Mr. Spielberg. I mean, uh, 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 all right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Bloodsuckers from Outer Space, um, the first movie that we're covering of the Texas Splatter trilogy, the so-called Texas Splatter trilogy. Grizz, this movie, I own the tape. Um, very cool artwork. The the original artwork. I don't know if they changed it for any of the more modern releases. Very iconic to me. Yeah, I feel I like this is tape. something that a lot of people know. The like that green color that they use. Carl Lorimar, right? That's the yeah. This all yeah yeah. It's a Lorimar tape, man. Mm. Just like Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Yeah, yeah. That green, yeah, baby. You're right. The green's fucking iconic, and that's what the the first thing that. I've seen the tape in the wild a few times, believe it or not, and it's always that green color that I see first and foremost on that spine. This is just like great marketing when it comes to a movie. The um, it's like it's an illustrated drawing of the zombie slash uh, space alien possessed suckers. suckers, vampires, whatever the fuck you want to call them. They're like looming over our two main characters that are that are running away. And it's like so fucking cool looking that it just like if I was a kid and it's the late 80s and I'm going to the video store and my mom's like, oh, you could pick one movie out. Like, which one would it be? If I saw this, 100 percent, I would have rented this movie. Yeah. Name and uh, the artwork. You're you're absolutely right. Because like the artwork isn't like your typical, uh, you know, horror box cover. It's, it's like an illustrative drawing. But it's like cartoonish, but not cartoonish in a way that it's childish, but in a way yeah. where if like 10 to fucking, you know, 15 year old me going into a, a VHS rental store, I'm picking that up yeah. for Hell sure. Yeah. Bloodsuckers from outer space with this dope ass cartoon on the cover. That's that's a sell. I'm, I'm going Dude, home with I that tape. Want- I want a shirt of this. If I saw oh, this yeah. just on a shirt, I would have. I would buy this shirt. Like even if there was never a movie and I didn't know what it was, if I saw that on a shirt, I would buy it. Imagine 100%. having a tattoo of this on your leg. How crazy yeah, imagine, would that be? <laughs> imagine how how crazy that would be. Someone would have to Damn. be a very dedicated fan to to get this tattooed on them. Like like the number one fan to get I, this. I would call on. that person the number one fan. I wish I knew. Yeah someone that dedicated to bloodsuckers from outer space that that person should come on a podcast and talk about that movie someday yeah imagine (laughs) imagine what an idea what a novel idea but you know we were saying that this one nails that like i'm gonna i guess curb appeal shelf appeal whatever the hell you want to say when it comes to renting things back when we were younger or the late 80s. At this point, it probably would have been the mid 80s because it came out in 1984. But we, um, you know, I, we said that, but I don't ever remember renting this movie. I never saw this movie as a kid. Yeah, I saw never. this as an adult. I wish but, I would have. Dude, another Lorimar release that uh, Lorimer, Lorimar, whatever. Big I always K. said Lorimar. Um, another one, Return of the Living Dead Part 2, has a very like iconic artwork on the cover that drew me in a hundred percent as a kid 
You know what I mean? So like if I if I like that and it made me rent it over and over and over and over again, dude, if I saw this fucking thing, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. I would I would have tried to buy this movie by any means necessary. It's I think it has a lot to do with just like you said, the layout, the the color, everything about it like cuz like the blood Suckers is in that blood, uh, that bright like fire engine red, and it, it pops off of like the green and everything. Uh, like marketing 101, you know, you, you get the yeah. high contrast and it's gonna sell. No, 100%. They nailed that shit. And this movie has another thing that I absolutely love, and that's a theme song, right? And it's like very B52 sounding, like a wacky type, like new wave ish band <laughs> song. You know, there's something very special and unique about movies that that have, you know, they, all horror movies are known for having theme songs and their main title music and shit. But when like the main theme song has specific lyrics about the horror movie that I'm about to watch, uh-huh. I'm fucking in, dude. Like, like, uh, what is the one? Like uh, the Dickies Killer when they Clowns, did Killer Clowns. Yeah, exactly, dude. That song, every time I'm like, dude, this this fucking gets me into it. This one, uh, this reminds me, uh, the, the song and everything reminds me of uh, Nudist Colony of the Dead. That intro. Oh, yes. Nudist Colony of the Dead. <laughs> dude, I'm like, dude, this sounds so much like it. I, I had to look up if they were the same people. It's not, but I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Can you name any other ones that you like? I could, I could like rattle off a few. I don't know. Have you ever seen um, Cards of Death? I have not seen Cards of Death, but I, I, you that told me that song. has a great theme song. Yep, that has a good one. Um, now does, like, Friday the 13th Part 6, he's back, the man behind the mask, does that count? Because it plays in the credits of the movie. I guess, I mean, you kind of have, I mean, it's, it's a credit thing, but... It's about the movie, too. It is about the movie, which I dig that. But it's like a little of, bit more of a serious take on it, whereas I like these like lighthearted, like fun, like kind of theme song kind of a thing that's going on. But I, I, I agree that 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 counts because if you count that, then like you know, obviously Doc and Dream Warrior, that's got the fucking name. That has to be. That I mean, has. That's to That's probably be. the number well, one, right? I mean, was that? Now here's something I don't. I'm gonna be uh, honest and say I'm ashamed I don't know this. Was that written specifically for the movie? Yes, I, I'm almost positive. Like, okay, we're gonna have to er- ask Ernie Kegstan. He would know, us, but maybe he'll answer. Us. <laughs> and like, uh, I think it was because at the time, I mean, at the height of popularity for that movie, uh, Dawkins at the fucking height of their popularity, two worlds collide, and there we go. You get fucking Dream Warrior by Dawkins, which I'm not a huge fan of the song. I mean, it, it, it's great for the movie, but as a Dawkins song, it's. Dude, weird. but George Lynch fucking shreds that solo. You ever tr- fucking George Lynch, I remember dude. like, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm like pretty good. I could shred, you know, like I could fucking, I could lay it down. I play with my pinky. And then, and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could play with both pinkies. Um, then I'm like, all right, let me try to play Dream Warriors. The whole song is easy to play. Then you get to the solo and you're just like, oh my God, fucking George Lynch. Like I fucking hate you, dude. I don't, I, I know, I know it's because I don't have the skull and crossbones guitar. That's why did. I can't do it. Yeah. But you know what can what can i say but uh i'm gonna say about having a theme song for the movie that actually contains like the movie name or you know it's based on the movie it's a lot different in the mid 80s than it is right now 
I could call, I could do it oh, myself. Yeah. You could you could do it yourself in your bedroom or, you know, whatever. Back then you had to go to a legit studio. You had to go find musicians. Hopefully you knew a band. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like it, you know, even when we were younger, you didn't have the internet to, I guess, like promote your shows or whatever. So you had to go out and put flyers up. You had to go hand oh, yeah. flyers out. Now in the 80s, it was even fucking harder. You know what I mean? Like, there's no cell phones. There's no anything like that. So, like, to find a band that is able to do the theme song for you and to nail it where oh, it's, like, man. really good, dude, that's, like, fucking, that's, like, hitting the lottery. lottery. It really is. Yeah, hell I mean, yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, because this song, this song is so much better than the quality of this movie. Like, it, in, in all justice, for, like, the movie's good, but, like, it's not, like, it's a low-budget movie, and the song is, like, a big-budget rock and roll hit, dude. I'm fucking all in on it. Dude, we've been we've been fucking going on and on about this song, but these people will will see. You'll get it. Once that like title card hits and the song hits, you're gonna be like, holy shit, it's just like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. We're just like, this is awesome. I just I could watch this all day, right? I'm in. <laughs> that's say that's a good thing. When you're watching one of these low budget movies and the beginning immediately starts to like entertain you, where like you're at least like, wow. That's like, that's impressive. You're in the mood now for the rest of the movie where like you're going to cut it more slack. No, you know dude, what I mean? Like it's, that's really it. You're 100% right on that. If the title card is not exciting to me, I almost kind of just like slump on the movie. You know, I'm just <laughs> like, oh, they didn't, they didn't go all out on like what's supposed to like be like the, the kickoff of this roller coaster. So I Yeah, like that has to be important. memorable. It does. It's like to me, one of the funniest title cards that I could think of is the Mutilator. Oh because great. it has like the the fall break one or what like it's got the song playing and all that shit. But the movie itself is like nothing nothing like that. Where I kinda think that's like fucking hilarious. You know, oh, you got this like doofy title opposite, card with yeah. a doofy song. Yeah, it sounds like a TV sitcom. Like, but like, um, zombie, right? Simple ass title card, right? Zombie, effective as fuck. The, but the song is so good too. The main theme right. of zombie is so good that it makes the title. You get, I get. This is gonna sound lame as fuck. This is gonna sound such like a fucking douche thing, dude. Every time I sit down and I watch that movie, that title card with the song gives me goosebumps. That's how every it's time. Dude, but that's how it's supposed to be. That is the recipe I think for the makings of a good horror movie. Is that from the jump, the music and the title card have to come together to start me like to just to rev my fucking engine up. I want this movie to kick my ass, dude, and like. It, like like you said, even if it's if it's goofy, but it still nails it. I'm okay with that. You know, hell yeah, dude. Because it's, it's dude, look it, at it fits it. Look at all the Todd Sheet stuff, man, oh. with like the Enochian key songs. Like how good it is, good and how Lord, the music that, makes you like. Yeah. It, it just makes everything seem a little bit better. That's the perfect you know? like example. Everything of what is we're just about. Uh, it, it, people really underestimate like music in these movies especially like lower budget ones where you may not have the budget to really go all out with effects or the actors or the or the the locations or whatever but you know 
if you if you could find a good band or somebody that's talented enough to score it by themselves like yeah. you know electronically or whatever like you're putting yourself up on a you know you're you're already at a five i mean when, i thought they sleep we just covered that movie and to get good death metal and black metal bands to sign off and be like yeah put my shit up on your on your movie i mean it's it, it, it makes immediately, that movie yeah it immediately gives the movie a little bit of credibility right. it you sets know? the tone if you're Dude, you're going on the road trip, right? You're going, you're driving down to Florida, going to see Mickey Mouse, right? You stop at Wendy's to go get your fucking, you know, your cheeseburger. What would you rather start your trip with? That nice cheeseburger with the nice cheese, ketchup, mayo, if you're into it and all that stuff, or a cheeseburger that has a fucking turd on it? You know what I mean? Like your trip is ruined immediately. Yeah. No That's one, all you're going to no think one wants about. The turd you're gonna, burger. You're going to think about the turd the whole ride down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what happens when you have a shit score that you're going to think about that turd throughout the whole movie and it's going to take you out. You know, I'm just saying, I, I, I kind of know what I'm talking about. And I do and have this a degree movie in particular in does not make you eat the turd or drink the shit. Drink the shit. It yeah. just really comes in great music, great title card. And, and honestly, a really great opening. The opening yeah. the scene of this movie, it, it really gets me into it. Yeah. So, you know what? There is no trailer for this movie. I realized that oh, after no the shit. fact. Yeah, yeah I, I'm extremely surprised. So, maybe I could play a little bit of that uh, that uh, fucking main theme for everybody yeah, like, here. That's a great get you going. Idea. Hell yeah. Let's do it.
bloodsuckers from outer space, Mr. Grizz. It's we're the bloodsuckers for me, dude. That's what gets me. Bloodsuckers. Bloodsuckers. Blood. <laughs> blood. You got to get that like yeah. blood. You know, really like just blob your bees out of your mouth. <laughs> you can't know how to fucking talk. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to talk like the mayor from fucking 2000 uh, Maniacs. You know what I mean? Whatever. Different, different part of the South. That's Florida. You know, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Before we start talking about bloodsuckers, right? Uh, you know, we're in we're in Texas right now. I'm sweating. It's 105 fucking degrees, 110 degrees, 120 degrees. I don't know. But I would rather die of thirst than accept the drink. That would cost me my time watching the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that's coming out soon. Really? Dude, I watched that trailer. I watched that trailer today. It looks fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. They are trying to rip off the whole Halloween thing. Oh, yeah. With like like Sally coming back, trying to hunt down Leatherface and all that. So like every sequel doesn't. Erased. Yeah, it's not there anymore. So part two isn't, isn't canon. No pun intended. No. That's what I did. Oh, shit. That's why we're the number one VHS podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now everybody's going to be like Googling. So fucking funny. But, dude, I'm going to make you watch this trailer after before I, I the video I watched it today box. also. I, I, oh, you did. You yes, did. Okay. I, I have what did watched you, What did you think? My initial thoughts were, why the fuck are they doing this? I don't know. That's I don't know. that's that was my initial know. thoughts, man. It, I it it is it is a complete money grab f- based on the success of the new Halloween franchise. Absolutely, that's Absolutely. what this is. Unnecessary. I actually enjoyed the the two thousands uh, reimagining of Texas the Chainsaw Massacre. One, yeah, was good. Yes, with Emery that and shit great. like that. Real fucking brutal. And it, and it fit the time period of horror movies. I mean, that that's really was the tone of horror at that time period was that real brutal fucking attack Hell yeah, horror. Dude. And I'm it, watching and that it, shit or House of Wax every night. Right. And that's, dude, well, yeah, we're fucking watching Paris Hilton get her <laughs> shit fucked up. Uh, and like, that was like the time period and, and, and really fucking good. I could get into those. This one, I, dude, even the trailer left such a bad taste in my mouth. And, yeah. I only watched it because I saw there was this like huge backlash of just fucking hate online for this shit. And I'm like, it can't be that bad. I'm like, I, I, I hate a lot of stuff, but this seems pretty ob- 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 obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I go and watch it. I agree with every fucking thing that I've read online about it, dude. I, I good, am, man. I'm not into it. So dude, I, if you, if ugh. you, have so there's a scene in the trailer where this kid's holding up the cell phone like on like Instagram live with Leatherface there who I'm guess- I'm guessing this is the original Leatherface um he's like streaming Leatherface like about to kill him so if you can stream that wouldn't like the authorities immediately kind of be able to tell where you are and like something's going on yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've what watched if they enough be able to kind of ping your to know that you're pinging off of a, a fucking cell phone tower. Yeah, and, it, and from what it appears to be is like a, a deserted town of some sort, right? Yeah. Um, 
and like they would know like oh like this this is here like this is a thing that's here like come on come on they don't work these movies don't work in like modern times with technology because no matter what i'm fairly certain you could get a 911 call out oh even with no service even with no service yeah you definitely i'm fairly certain yeah I think it's like a uh, thing that I've been told a bunch that like even if your like phone doesn't have service, you could still probably call nine one one and it'll go through for that shit. And that bro, is like, Starlink, Starlink, bro. You got Wi Fi out there. That's like that's <laughs> like the real fucking issue though that I have with a lot of modern horror. That it's like, you know, they they try a lot of classic tropes, but that shit doesn't work anymore if you're also going to include modern technology. Yeah, because it just defeats a lot of the a lot of the purpose of what you're trying to do. So yeah, I prefer my, like, honestly, some of my favorite horror movies of the past uh, few years were stuff like, like the witch. I know you're not a huge fan, but I like the witch because it, it, it's not forcing me to, to visualize some fucking modern thing that I can just like walk my way through because it's like, well, this wouldn't work. This wouldn't work. This wouldn't work where like the witch is taking me to the 18th century. I am yeah. now suspending all modern technology and getting into a horror movie of period. Yeah. Which I can get into. And those were the kind of things yeah. that I like to watch now. Well, think about like Friday the 13th part three, right? Dude. So they have the ability to, to drive away in the van. Chrissy's van is there. It's True. accessible. It works. She's got two gas tanks. She's good to go. Right. So if that's a possibility in 2022, you're calling yourself a fucking Uber, dude. You're calling the police. You're calling right. somebody. That movie's not happening. Right. You know what I mean? It's over like the in first 10 time something <laughs> yeah. Yes. The first time something happens, somebody's calling the police and that's it. Especially if there's like if if there's like a store nearby. That that store probably has internet to to process credit cards and all that shit. Absolutely. So like or a phone line at least. Like you know, it's not like back in 1980, you know, 1983 or whatever. You're going to have manual credit card processing maybe you got a pay phone you know they're probably not going to let you use their landline because it's like uh, you know 38 cents a fucking minute right, to right. use Unless it like collect you gotta make the other fucking person pay for it please help me jason's trying to kill me dude you remember like <laughs> those like those those like 10 10 numbers and shit like that like 10 10 3 2 1 that you'd have to no. like Come on, dude. You don't remember 10, 10, 3, 2, 1? What the hell is 10, 10, 3, 2, 1? So like, bro, these used to be like commercials in the 90s all the time where like you would it, to call someone like long distance and you wanted to save money on the call. You would call like you dial 10, 10, 3, 2, 1 or these other like 10, 10 numbers first. No, I don't remember that. Oh, bro. I, I thought for sure. Like maybe I'm like having some kind of like lucid fucking dream moment where it's actually not a reality. But I'm almost sure. Because, yeah, dude, they used to be like advertised on wrestling. I remember on Raw, there used to be like 10, 10, 3, 2, 1 advertisements and That's shit. So so. I'm going to have to look into that I again because I, I really I don't remember that. But this new uh, Texas Chainsaw Man, I'm already, um, rem- yeah, this is getting the shit in the burger at Wendy's, you know? <laughs> so it's not, blood not, su- not as good of a Texas movie as Bloodsuckers no. from Outer Space, I will tell you that yes. much. Yes. So this movie, um, it's quite interesting. They do say the name of the movie in the movie, right? Which that. is always a wonderful thing. But basically, the premise of this one is uh, a demon wind comes around this Texas town. 
but it's actually an alien wind. But it basically just starts turning these everyday simple farm folk simple. into these alien blood-sucking zombie vampires. And it's up to two kids to stop. Well, are they kids? How old? How old are they supposed to be? I, I'm gonna guess like early twenties, late like college age or yeah, post college. Yeah. It's I think he it's college age for sure because he's like at that point in his life where he's like, am I gonna go work on the farm or am I gonna be a photographer and an artist? <laughs> so like he's you know, trying to make the hard the hard choices in life. He's definitely at the coming of age of of I'd say 19, 20 years old. I yeah. mean, and, and this Lucy Goosey he fucking meets and they're banging the first day after fucking huffing nitrous. I don't I don't understand Dude, this what relationship. Was with that? She she had the fucking nitrous tank in the back of her fucking Camaro. I mean, don't get me wrong. Camaro, nitrous tank. Shore? She's a woman after my own heart. Let's be real here. <laughs> but she's a little uh she's a little flimsy if you ask me. She doesn't even know this guy and she's already taking care of business with him. I mean, you do uh, what, what you if, will. I'm not trying to shame anybody, but uh What's her name? Julie? Julie. Right? Of course it we is. Got oh. Julie, Julie and Jeff. Julie and Jeff. Those but, Julies. Uh, dude, if somebody somebody picks me up, first of all, I'm like a hitchhiker, basically, because I just fucking destroyed my car for no apparent reason. Um, if somebody picked me up on the side of the road and then showed me that they had a nitrous tank with like a hose hooked up to it in their back seat, I'm fairly certain I was like going to die. It, I, like oh, it was yeah. going to be a skinned alive type fucking And it would be uh, a hilariously fun situation. Time. It would be yeah. a great time beforehand, but you're going to die Dude. for sure. Because she was just, huffing the nitrous as she was driving away. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, how did they not hit a tree? I was like, Imagine bro, the whole... Dude, there's okay, no wait, way. Wait, wait. wait, right here. If that beginning sequence pre-credits doesn't happen, the whole thing is a dream because oh, they fucking drove into a tree and he's in the hospital in a coma and Dude, the whole thing is made up. Nope, that that <laughs> is the reality of the movie. The, the beginning sequence is all part of it. I, I'm 100% convinced now. This is a, a nitrous oxide-induced hallucination post-car accident. That Dude, is the best oh, explanation man. for bloodsuckers from outer space. <laughs> What happens to the brain once it starts to die and it's on nitrous oxide? Who the fuck knows, man? You ain't coming back from that. One of my favorite parts of this movie is the makeup, dude. When these people oh. turn into the bloodsuckers and they have that like classic clay green colored fucking like Dawn of the bluish. Dead colored Oh, Dawn of the blue. Dead all day, yeah. I love that about it. The, the makeup and the effects are pretty good in this movie. There's not like a ton of like effects that would make you be like, oh man, I wonder how they did that. No. But like when the farmer's fucking puking the blood up in the beginning and it's just gushing blood, like yeah. it's just, it looks like there's the hose there spraying it out of his mouth. I love shit like that because that blue hue of the face and the blood is so red. It just like pops just like Dawn of the Dead. When you see a really good cut of that movie that like, you know, the colors are right. very vibrant. Yeah. And it really sticks out. It's really stylized. And I feel like, you know, the it's green smart. box of the movie and everything. And then when you watch the movie, it's kind of the same palette as the cover. Yeah. I never you really know, thought it's, about that. I mean, it's, it's obviously not like that same, same green, but they're doing the same thing with that. Like the juxtaposition between that blue and the, and the red and the, and then, then the green and the red of the box. It's that same, like, uh, pop art kind of like in your face thing going on. It's very, very stylized too. and it's awesome. It's a very 80s color. That like powder blue that I don't even know what you want to call that. You know, like, it, 
I don't know. Like Robin, baby, baby blue. <laughs> yeah. Robin, Robin's egg blue. Robin's egg blue. That's it right there. <laughs> Look at the Crayola box. What, uh, you know, as I watched this again, I watched this for the first time and it's been, been years since I originally watched this movie. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, man, they were, they really were trying to do a return of the living dead thing here. And then I'm like, but this movie is a fucking year before pre-David return yeah. of the living dead. And there's so much going on. That's so similar. And I just kept thinking, oh, they're ripping off return here. They're trying to do that. And I'm like, they're Earlier. not though. Like who, who is ripping off return? <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. Dude, it's, it's so cool. How like they have the doctor like tied to the bed and he's a zombie and they're asking him questions and all that stuff. Like similar to return of the living dead. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what this movie fucking reminds me of? And you're going to, I, I guarantee you, you're going to be like, Oh man, of course, dude, this movie reminds me of the dead next door. It, like the way that the scientists are like goofy and like fucking stupid shit. Dialogue like, wise for the scientist is identical to that movie, dude just general like the general feel of the movie to me is very similar it's probably a little bit more um, purposefully comedic you know what i mean like this is supposed to be a horror comedy which i hope people realize that that this movie is not a serious horror oh, movie you have and to it know. actually it works yeah dude you don't know you don't fuck dude how many how many vhs tapes do you see that have the word blood suckers in it and it's supposed to be a, a serious movie oh true you know what i mean Look at like blood sucking freaks. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like that's Female that's blood not really stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know it's it's a weird thing, man. Because like the the movie is so self aware, and and I actually really like that about it. Like I like that it's not it leans into it. Right. I like that there's points where they they joke about the movie to the audience directly. They break the fourth wall and stuff. Like I I like that about it. You know because then you're supposed to realize that hey take all of this with a grain of salt like you know yeah. we know this is silly too but that's what we're trying to do and that that yeah. that's really like i don't know that's heartwarming to me when i watch a movie like that well all the characters like you have the the one local that like the original thing happens on uh his property or whatever the cops are on his land he's like a racist inbred piece of shit like stereotypical like you know what somebody from new york would think somebody from texas would be like you know what i mean and I it's like heavily leaned right? in. oh of course it's heavily leaned into you have um like the general the military general what's he want to do just drop bombs yep. he wants to blow the it the fuck up and and it's like ridiculous and he's over the top like no this is what we got to do and he's like excited and he's like really pumped that they're gonna do it you have the president in this movie that's like got like his side piece with him and he's all drunk and like you know slimy seeming like oh you're just gonna drop a little one right yeah, like don't do a big bullshit just, i want to go back to my broad here i'm not too worried about what you're doing <laughs> like that the yeah. president was awesome <laughs> and then you I got say the you crazy could drop janitor the, the, oh, the, the janitor the yeah you guys are weird everything's weird here this is yeah, a bunch weirdos. of weirdos <laughs> That guy's awesome. I love everything. That guy. Dude, the scientist, the guy gives the polonial looking scientist gives the other guy the fucking that looks like uh <laughs> what's his name from the Beastie Boys. Yo, um, that's the director, I think, too. Is it really? Yeah, that, that's the director of the movie, the weird scientist well, guy. Well, dude, he, he hands him the pills. He's like, here, take a few of these. Here, wash it down with this. And he hands him the Jack Daniels bottle. 
Yeah, and they kept like the, all the scientists kept like making reference how they were just like doing like weird research chemical drugs that they were making yeah, and yeah. shit. I hey, why like, don't we do something awesome. we never do? Yeah, uh, let's get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we always like how do we have to do the drugs before the lab rats get to do them and shit? I was like, dude, that's crazy. I love it. I I love I love the science team in this movie, and one of the scientists is Jeff's brother. So like that kind of is the connection, connection there. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so funny how, like, they're really goofy as fuck. They're having the meeting with the general, right? And he's saying how he's going to blow up the town. And they're saying you can't do that. There's another way. And you have, like, one of this one of the scientists has his head down trying to do a calculation. Everybody storms out of the room. He's the only one sitting there. And he goes, I got it. Yeah. And he looks up and everybody's gone. <laughs> Those are, like, classic slapstick gags, dude, that are, like, I'm like I've, I've mentioned it before. I'm a huge Stooges fan, and that just reminds me of like a Three Stooges gag. You know that yeah. that kind of comedy yeah, to me it never gets old, man. I love it, especially in a movie like this where it's like a horror comedy. It's perfect. I love yeah. Splatstick. Another character, his I guess it's his aunt, right? Oh, the aunt and the uncle. woman. Once they're turned, it's so funny because she's still kind of like his like the aunt. You know, trying like, to feed oh, him. Hey, yeah, hello. <laughs> like she's all nice and soft spoken. She looks like what's her name from Poltergeist. Oh yeah, yeah. This like the little fucking the little lady. Yeah. This house is clear. <laughs> she looks just like that lady. But yo, I love it too because they go into the fucking into the house and it's like a slaughterhouse. It's just like fucking blood, blood everywhere. everywhere. And like the ants acting like nothing is wrong at all. Like everything's fine. Even oh, though she's the, fucking sorry, green. the place is a mess. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so good. I love it. Oh, and I then like it. the fucking kung fu fight between the, the uncle and Jeff and he cuts oh, the dude. fucking arm off. He's like, you cut my fucking arm off. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite line of the movie. It's just so good. I like I like when the uh, like the uncle starts talking to him about like one day like you know you'll take your last breath and then she'll like comfort you in ways that you never oh thought of God. like he's trying to talk him into basically like letting them turn him yeah so funny it's so funny this movie is so good and I could see why people like if they if they love it like they fucking love it yeah but I feel like also people don't really know this movie this movie is not really like talked about by you know the general public of vhs collectors i hardly see anybody mention this no i hardly see anybody mention it and, and it's it's odd too because like you know everyone is they fucking love joe bob so much and like joe bob loves this movie this this is where this movie premiered was on Joe Bob in 1984. Like that's this how this fucking movie was first saw and shit. Was that one of his like? Wait, what? This movie was first shown at a Joe Bob drive-in fucking like thing, like an event. Yeah, and so like, wow, the Texas connection, dude. Like you know, of course, yeah. like that's how yeah. it was. So like all these people who fucking love horror, how do you not know about Bloodsuckers from Outer Space? And and not only that, how do you not fucking love this movie for what it is? Yeah, this it's wild. Sick. I never thought of this as a drive-in movie, but now that you said it, like, dude, I would love to see this Great in a drive-in drive movie. This would be fucking tons of fun to see outdoors, you know, with a bunch of people. It's like such a ridiculous movie. I I really think, uh, hopefully, you know, more people will watch it after this episode, but I really think people are sleeping on like a fucking legit classic. Like this thing oh, is, dude. this is a fucking a banger of a movie. Oh, it's make it even better, dude. I looked up here. 
It was at a Joe Bob event in 84, and it was at fucking Joe Bob's uh, Halloween movie festival in October of 1984 wow. was the first time this movie was shown. How Imagine. fucking fun. How fun would yeah, that shit so be, dude? That should make people go fucking see this movie. Absolutely. You know, immediately, because that's the type of shit it is. If you're into, like, all the Joe Bob stuff and the last drive-in shit and Monster Vision you gotta and, check this you out, know... Then. Dude, you're you're gonna fucking love this movie because it's exactly the type of thing that you're gonna watch on a program like that. And I I'm gonna say it again, people are sleeping on this. I don't know why. It's it's a cool VHS tape. I mean, it, it's I'm not gonna say it's rare, but it's also not like it's very common. It's not an extremely common tape. It's not expensive, but you know, I don't know. I'm actually gonna Is it because I was actually wondering how much the the tape goes for now because I, I think I think it's around like an average of like thirty bucks or so. Well like worth that. it for that. I mean, honestly, I think maybe also because you have to pay to um, to rent this movie online. It's not on any of the free sites uh, like the free streaming services, and like it's not on YouTube or anything for you to watch. I think maybe that has something to do with it also because people. I guess if it's not free, they don't want to fucking watch it. They no. don't want to pay money to see something. They don't want to pay a couple bucks to rent a movie. So like we do that shit all the time for this fucking podcast. Oh, yeah. If there's something that like I have and you don't have and I fucking, you know, I have, you don't have it. And we there's no time for me to transfer it. You got to yeah. rent it. You got to pay the four bucks. Got to buck up. <laughs> yeah. There's copies right now. 40 bucks. Like you were saying, good price. Beautiful Pick copies. And we're not even, yeah, we're not selling them either. So no, it's not me. like it's going to us. Fuck no. <laughs> and also, I mean, if you're a new collector of, of, of you know, more modern uh, media, Vinegar, uh, Vinegar Syndrome put out a great uh, Blu-ray of this. Really Ooh. great. Really clean looking. So maybe I'll, I, maybe I'll grab that. Who knows, I, yeah. man? I got to watch it on my 65 inch. It's <laughs> the way I watched it. Fucking man, dude. dude. One thing I got to say about having um, such a large TV now. So I went from having like the standard, I think maybe it was like 40, 43 or 48. Oh, something like that. Yeah. Now, yeah. It was like somewhere in the forties, decent sized TV when I bought it, like fucking, it, it, it has literally lasted me from when I lived with my parents in can't, like my early twenties. about that then. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's still alive. I still have it. It's like the extra TV now, but I moved up to a 65 inch you know what what is it now led or whatever the hell that shit is um but what a fucking crapshoot it is upscaling these vhs tapes on that tv <laughs> can never so get the like, ratios quite right well i dude it'll it does you know four three all that shit it's perfect it, it, you could do dot for dot it'll play it in the box the problem is for some reason some of these tapes when it gets blown up to that it looks so bad. Oh, it's true. So, yeah. like, if you have somebody doing like re-releases or something of stuff, and like it's being, um, like their transfer isn't really high quality, you start seeing like the digital artifacts more. You notice it more. Or like when you watch a high quality VHS tape, say from like you know like that early to mid '80s period, you you got like a nice fucking. Um, gorgon clamshell nah i'm not even gonna say that but like a really nice release like dude it looks great like all my fulci stuff looks awesome yeah but then you watch some shit like um i was watching like the splatter farm re-release because that's what i have 
and like it looks so pixelated compared to like some of the other shit. And I don't know if that's just because the way it was transferred or not, but I have a feeling they were doing tape to tape, so it shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? I think it was the original camcorder that they filmed it on. You just notice it way more that, now. And probably the quality of the stock tape that they were using, too. I mean, there is a difference in, in actual tape quality. If you're buying a cheap uh, quality stock to do your, your yeah. recordings on, you're going to get a cheap quality you know, transfer. Yeah, pe- people also don't realize that. Like, Go pick up like uh, a normal you know, VHS tape, one, the run-of-the-mill like, blank yeah like the run of the mill blank put that in your left hand and then go get like a fucking like a lightning video or something like that or some or a wizard tape or some continental videotape and hold that in your right hand and you'll feel like the plastic casings from that time are fucking so heavy they're so solid compared to the ones from now like you you could drop some of those they'll be fine Tram, drop like, all those new ones they shatter like yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah, glass dude, never mind dropping it just fucking ship it yeah it's it fucking destroyed <laughs> but uh bloodsuckers from outer space um we said before that there's this crazy general right that's trying to blow up the town to kind of like neutralize the alien invasion if you want to call it it's a similar thing to Return of the Living Dead buddy oh yeah they're, they're, they did it again they're drawing great and inspirations they, here and you know what? They go through with it in this movie, too. Just like Return of the Living Dead. And the best part about them going through with it is that you find out that they fucking drop it in the wrong town. Nowhere yeah. near the bloodsuckers from outer space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's what's funny about it is like you see Jeff and Julie like making out. Oh, yeah. And you see the bomb drop and you see like stock footage from like military fucking uh Which is an obvious desert. But they're- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh they're like making out and you see the explosion and it keeps cutting back and forth and it makes Ugh. you kind of think like what the fuck is going on like yeah. shouldn't like dude it was <laughs> oh, so oh and also also they figured out how to neutralize the alien attack using the nitrous in the back of the car yeah genius <laughs> also but uh, that scene of them making out with the bomb going off is the only scene that i kind of have a problem with in the movie because it's like all right, dude, we get it. Like they they keep cutting back and forth to them making out. It's like gross making well, out too. It's not even like oh movie making out. Like she's they, sucking they were that really fucking out. dude's chin at one point. Yeah. So I was like, all well, right. When they have sex like earlier in the movie, it's literally moaning for over a minute. I oh, think. Yeah, and, and and like you don't loud. see them having sex. You just see the no. fucking house. Yeah, All you see yeah. is a house for like 10 fucking minutes, dude. And it's just like this obnoxious moaning uh, noise. There's a lot of weird sound effects in this movie. When the, the doctor zombies like tied to the thing, it sounds like they have like the the audio track in reverse. He's oh, just kind of yeah, like, unnatural sounding for sure. But then when they threaten him with the barium enema, he's like, okay, okay I'm good. Speak. Oh yeah, it's completely normal. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, understandable. <laughs> uh, I, I like it that because it seems like they try to make you think that they're just, just like mindless zombies. But and they're like they legitimately normal as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Because like the uncle's giving that like soliloquy like later on speaking how like saying how they they like traveled through whatever and they finally found hosts that could like host them physically and all this stuff it's pretty funny which was you know kind of a like an interesting that's a little like scene. side note yeah, yeah it's like heavy, he, he right? gets kind of yeah, he gets serious for a second 
And it's like, who the fuck thought of this? How yeah. much weed did he smoke when he was doing that? Because it feels like a completely different movie for about three minutes during that, where I'm like, I didn't, and like, I smoked a pretty good amount of weed before I watched it. So like, I'm watching that, and I'm like, am I watching the right movie still? Like, what the did fuck? That switch? What the fuck did happened? You go to the next yeah. one? And I'm like checking my fucking <laughs> shit. And I'm like, so it, it, it's it's totally a tone changer. But it's a great like exposition on on the entire like race of they wrap aliens. it up kind of nicely, real yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it needed. Yeah, it. this like this wave of alien possession. I, I still, what was it like? An energy burst. Yeah, energy As, burst. I like that. An we'll alien energy burst. Just so drains your blood. Yeah, yeah. It's funny too because in that first scene. I know we keep ban- bouncing back and forth, but like in that first scene, you kind of have no clue what the fuck's going on. That's oh, another yeah, thing. Like he just kind of like pukes is blood. looking around yeah, and he just, <laughs> then just starts puking up blood. Like, well, and then he, he like arises as the zombie. But I mean, and then how, how does, I mean, that fucking sells you, dude. The opening yeah. song, the title card, and then that you're in. Yeah. I'm, I'm in yeah. any movie that gets me going like that. It's cool because it's got like that element of a zombie movie. It's got the element of like a alien invasion film. And it's also got like an element of like a shitty shot on video type, uh, you know, girlfriend and boyfriend trying to escape the evil. You know what I mean? It's got that little flavor to it. I don't know if this is like what the intention was. I mean, I think, I mean, based on the name, it kind of sounds like one of those like, you know, uh, maybe like 1950s, 1960s, like sci-fi. Yeah, it, it, that's, it, what, it, it, that's what it does sound like. It feels like Similar, a love movie yeah. to those. A campy take on a comedy yeah. horror of that kind of genre. Yeah, that's what it, I it took does away feel, from it. It does feel like a like a 50s, 60s sci-fi giant bug movie kind of fucking thing you have like the guy saving the girl or the girls with the guy and they're trying to defeat like whatever the monster or the alien is especially even think about it like that especially the scene where they're kissing and the fucking bombs going off that really felt like yeah the atomic age fucking horror you know kind of thing like that was a total callback i like that i never thought of the movie like that and i really like that idea it's kind of like a modern take on a 50s 60s sci-fi and alien invasion sci-fi alien monster just a film. little bit more more gore and blood i mean they don't go over yeah, the top more 80s. More know? 80s yeah but it's it's yeah. it's a good amount where i'm i still enjoy it would i have liked yeah, more they could have gone way heavier and i would have been in yeah. all the way but and but there is a lot yeah. there's still like a decent amount blood is it puking. is it as is it as bloody as the ones we will be watching later on probably not no, no, we're easing in we're easing yeah. into the month you know yeah your your toe has been dipped, dipped. in the in the uh <laughs> the texas waters yeah no in the in the texas blood uh <laughs> i don't even know texas blood pool whatever yeah. the fuck this is sound that's a that's a pantera song yeah, in the texas making. blood oh, pool is definitely a pantera song <laughs> oh good lord <laughs> dude that's my new band texas blood texas pool. blood pool watch out yeah we're, we're a drowning pool and a pantera cover band, cover band. <laughs> oh. no we're a drowning pool and a stevie ray vaughn cover band that's it that, that's like the perfect combination with so the body Grace, hit the blues uh, <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh nobody's making it out of that one alive no. so grizz um oh geez that's mean um why don't you give me your final thoughts on this movie let's wrap this one up 
uh, Bloodsuckers from Outer Space is a really fun ride from from start to finish. Uh, like you know, we we gushed over the uh, the beginning of this movie quite a bit, uh, quite a bit. So you know how we feel about it. Um, but it it really can't be stated enough that it it gets you in, and the movie doesn't doesn't really let up. You know, it it keeps you going on this this fucking ridiculously silly, uh, bloody, just fun ride that I think more people should take notice of because we did say that this really isn't, uh, this isn't talked about enough. This isn't really, uh, highlighted in the horror community as much as I think that it should be. I agree. I feel like people, um, haven't given it a chance yet. Maybe they don't want to make that initial investment of buying the tape or buying the DVD Blu-ray. I really think that this movie will be a staple of people's collections if they watch it. 100%. 100%. We haven't ste- we we have not steered you wrong yet. Yeah. <laughs> we showed you darkness. Yeah. How could you go wrong with you know, darkness? We, dude, you would not believe how many people still to this day are like, "Dude, I watched Darkness because I listened to that episode and like for real, like that movie's fucking awesome." Yo, it's dude, like, yeah. Shout out to yeah. my homie Craig or fucking homie just hit me up last week and was like, "I got to watch Darkness right." And I was like, "Dude, find it and yeah. watch it." And he sends me yeah. a video of him watching it later that night and I was like, Fuck yeah, dude. dude. Another one in the cult. In the, the cult, cult of, of Yonker. The cult of Yonker. Yeah, the Yonker I cult. Love. <laughs> I like that. I wonder if he knows that like people are fucking like really, really waiting for this Blu-ray. Like, he keeps in, teasing man. it. So I feel like he it's not it's in the can. So it's, he says it's coming. it's coming. He says it's close. It's I like can't the end wait. of pandemic. It's wait. fucking coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't care. I got fucking sixteen versions of this movie, but still, I, I want that. I want the blue. I want the extra. Want it? I want to see how good it looks. Yeah. So, uh, Grizz, let's head over to the video drop box and see which one we're doing next week because you have two out of three left. <laughs> so let's see how uh, let's see how lucky our listeners are. Guess right now. in the video Dropbox to see what movie we're doing next week. The second movie of our Texas Splatter trilogy. Will we have a guest? Who the fuck knows? Will they fucking flake out on us? Probably. Probably. (laughs) But, Grizz, we didn't... Alright, so let me say, as you people know, as our loyal listeners know, we have redone movies in the past with Grizz that he was not a part of at the time because we feel like we want to see what he has to say about it. So we will be doing a redux of the 1986 Brett McCormick Texas splatter classic The Abomination. So we may call this The Abomination Redux or The Director's Cut. I like, like that. that. It's more. like those hotshot movies. Those were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing. You know what? This is how I look at it. I pay to host it. 
I get to say who the fuck does the, the episode, and if I want to do it again, we're doing it again. Fuck it, we're doing it again. We're going, doing it live. Shit. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, let's hit the trailer because I think there is a trailer to this, but also I think it may be long as fuck, so I, I don't really remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna just roll what I have and try movie. not to get us a copyright strike or something because I think we're I think we're riding the line on some uh, on this one. Grizz, I'm so excited to watch this with you. I'm so excited to talk about this with you. This is absolutely one of my favorite tapes. Uh, it is a Donna Michelle release, probably one of the more, I mean, I'm not going to say rare tapes because those did have a significant, in the grand scheme of underground piece of shit movies Out of the that Donna Michelle's, though, I think that's probably the harder to find. The harder? No. I, I don't see find, that as much as Cannibal and shit like artist that. Artist to find, Donna Michelle. Come on, Grizz. Go like this. The fuck was that? Splatter farm, <laughs> bro. Splat yeah, that's true. Uh, that, was so me put, that was that was me Mike just did to be in the screen. No, that you was guys. me putting your see it. <laughs> dude. That was me putting your two Hitachis up to your head. To oh, fucking, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was doing something weird. Um, but this movie is probably one of my favorite uh, one of, one of my favorite tapes that I own. I love the movie. I'm, it's not like a fucking thing where I'm just saying that because I spent a ton of money on it because I didn't. It was gifted to me. Beautiful. But but Grizz, I really don't know your feelings on this movie. Like I, I I'm kind of curious. I don't want you to to say it yet i want to be shocked next week when you oh, break you my heart be. i'm gonna you bring can... the, the shocking most tantalizing opinions you've ever heard would you say you may be the shock master <laughs> the next week shock master yeah i have to put special <laughs> gloves on <laughs> oh man <laughs> uh like i said we will try to get a guest for this one uh maybe i have one in mind i really want to show this movie to our man uh fat hog but oh, we'll yeah, say he's a busy great. busy guy picking his ass fucking eating doritos <laughs> but dog, we'll say dude we're dude we're, we're spitting venom now right. we're spitting venom at everybody you know i almost was able to count the people that hated us using my toes also but i think now that's no, just over it's over yeah, yeah that's it that's it Signed so uh grizz uh is there anything else that you would like to uh to say Buckle up, y'all, because it's going to be a long week in Texas. <laughs> oh, my God.
god, <laughs> dude! I I, I kind of wish you would do the uh, the southern accent. Does that mean? I mean, well, well, like it it like fits your whole like your thing, it like does. your image and everything. Like if you told me you were from like I don't know, like Oklahoma or like North North South Texas, I don't know. And I had I'd like, be a, like yeah, like a Punisher sticker on my truck. <laughs> Do you? No. Dude, Do you on. have the one with the <laughs> the, the yeah. American flag, the blue stripe? Yeah, you have the thin. Yeah, you have the thin blue line one, right? Yeah, I've never watched uh, read a comic book in my life. That's what that fucking tells you. So, um, before I say, you know, before actually we do, we wrap it up. I do want to say, because this is relevant to our podcast and previous episodes. Um, apparently Paul Kelman died and Paul Kelman was TJ from the original, my bloody Valentine, but he was Julie's stepdad in black roses. Oh. RIP. RIP, my man, Lost uh, our one. buddy. Our buddy Steven brought it up to me, showed me because we were just talking about like black roses and like big pussy being in it and stuff. And he sends me this post that fucking I hope we didn't you kill know. Him. No, no, no. <laughs> Paul, we didn't kill Paul. That's right. that's that's not uh He's like they that's covered not our my fault. movie. Oh <laughs> no, well, you never know. Maybe some of our fucking mutant fans were hitting him up or some shit for you got any tapes? You got I any copies left? What's that. up? That's great. No, don't don't bother these people. Don't bother people. All right, that's the biggest thing. These guys want to be left alone, and they never want to hear about these movies ever again. Bother us, just because we yeah. Bother us instead. We'll tell we'll tell you what they told us, and usually it's fuck off. Please leave me alone. Yeah, please leave me alone. This this was I'm actually embarrassed of this. So uh, Grizz. Where could they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Grizz, uh, I feel like we're missing something. Oh, yeah. Why don't you send Grizz $150 PayPal Yeah. so he can go buy. I don't know. What do you want, man? Oh, dude. You know, I, I want one of those, like, electric fucking wheelie things you just stand on it and like it's got the one wheel and it just like, a hoverboard no not a hoverboard it's got one wheel and like oh, you, one wheel that's yeah, what it's called the one wheel it's a one wheel yeah yeah i think oh, it's called the one wheel get me a fancy one wheel i'm gonna cruise my ass up and down the street if if everybody that listens to us just gives us like a dollar maybe get we a can... one wheel bro <laughs> <laughs> you see my ass floating around this bitch you gotta see it come on i'll, I'll take videos everybody gets five minutes on it at vhs Fest. hell yeah that's a deal that's it but we're gonna make but we're gonna make a track so you can't get too far <laughs> all right we will see you next week with the abomination v2.0